You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, Tignataro proves that she's cooler than anyone, including you. Star Trek gets musical with Arena Gorn Superstar, and we've got a bumper day of both trivia and history. Also, I've got the goods on how you can win some cool Star Trek Online gear, including a teeny tiny Batleth. <laughs> I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. So it turns out that Star Trek Discovery's Jet Reno is almost as cool as the person who plays her, real-life actor and comedian Tig Nataro. While on a break from filming Season 4 of Star Trek Discovery, Nataro shared some of the more down-to-earth details of her life with the New York Times, giving fans an opportunity to see who Tig Nataro really is. Growing up in the 70s and 80s, Nataro has a soft spot in her heart for the classics. A lover of music, she has a collection of rock and roll magazines spanning the decades past and has attended many concerts over the years, which has led to an impressive t-shirt collection. In the same era, Nataro also developed a love for black-led sitcoms, telling the New York Times, It's a time period that I just really, really enjoyed. Black sitcoms during that time period, there was absolutely nothing better. Now, if that weren't cool enough, Nataro owns a pair of vintage Honda CB350 motorcycles, one painted blue and the other gold. The two bikes are named Kurt Russell and Goldie Honda, respectively. Now, while she hasn't ridden them in several years, Nataro said she doesn't have any plans to split up her motorcycles anytime soon. I think as long as Goldie and Kurt are together, I might keep my motorcycles together, she said. In Army of the Dead, Natara's latest film, she plays helicopter pilot Marianne Peters, charged with a dangerous flight into a zombie-ridden Las Vegas. As an actor, that's probably challenging enough, but Natara was actually brought in after the film had wrapped, as a replacement for embattled actor Chris D'Elia, who was fired from the project due to sexual misconduct allegations. Now, in order to put her into the film, Nataro filmed all of her scenes on a green screen completely alone, and was digitally inserted into all the footage. Army of the Dead was released in theaters and on Netflix last month, and Nataro's brief appearance as a helicopter pilot transformed her from Discovery's pithy chief engineer to a zombie-fighting thirst trap. To learn even more about Tig Nataro, you can check out the full coverage of her interview at nytimes.com. Of course, you can always catch her as Jet Reno in Season 3 of Star Trek Discovery, available to stream now from Paramount+. Picture this. You are the director of theater at a community college in southwest Oregon, and as people are returning to campus following a year of COVID shutdowns, you want to find the perfect way to get them back to enjoying the pleasures of live performance and finding a little hope. What do you do? Well, you turn to Star Trek, of course, and adapt the classic original series episode Arena into an outdoor musical now called Arena Gorn Superstar. That's exactly what Dr. Christina Alabag did this past month at Umpqua Community College in Roseburg, Oregon, 
as she shared in an interview with local newspaper The News Review. With songs by UCC's director of music Jason Heald, Arena Gorn's superstar made its debut on May 21st at the Umpqua Valley Arts Association Outdoor Stage. This is Alabax and Heald's second Star Trek-themed musical, this time inspired by the opportunity to provide something on stage for the first time since summer 2020. Jason thought Arena would be a great musical, and we've sort of been throwing that around for a few years, Alabac explained. With COVID, we knew any live performance would have to be outside, and Arena was just made to be outside. Local NPR affiliate KLCC covered the production, sharing a snippet of a rap performed by the Gorn captain, which I will not repeat here, but you can watch the video. <laughs> Alabac sees some important themes in this story arc of Arena that shine a light on the chaos of COVID, reflecting things are moving in the right direction, just like in the story, and there is always hope. You can get a taste of Arena Gorn's superstar on the KLCC YouTube page. Now, in just a moment, I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday, now on Wednesday, uh, a little bit of Star Trek history and also the details on that Star Trek Online giveaway. Uh, but before we get to that, I've got a quick word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about seeing a mental health counselor, now is the time to consider BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that lets you get the help you need in a way that's convenient for you. When you sign up for BetterHelp, you'll get matched with a licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in under 48 hours. Send messages anytime or book a phone or video chat, and you never have to sit in a waiting room. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a Daily Star Trek news listener, you can get 10% off your first month of counseling by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash DSTN. And now it's Trek Trivia Tuesday, now on Wednesday. <laughs> Did you know the first chronological encounter between the Federation and the Ferengi occurs in the Enterprise episode Acquisition? Here, a group of Ferengi pirates, played by Star Trek powerhouse actors Ethan Phillips, Jeffrey Combs, and Clint Howard, infiltrate the Enterprise NX-01 in an attempt to acquire goods found within the ship's vault. However, in a wild attempt at continuity in the Star Trek universe, at no point in the episode is their species named. Therefore, the first recorded interaction between the Federation and the Ferengi actually occurs in the TNG Season 1 episode, The Last Outpost. Here, the crew of the Enterprise-D is chasing down a Ferengi vessel thought to have stolen from a Federation outpost located on the planet Gamma Tori 4. During the chase, both vessels are trapped by a force field emanating from a planet formerly occupied by the Takan Empire. In an attempt to free themselves, both sides send away teams to the surface of the planet to try to find a way to free their ships. Here, a guardian of the Empire named Portal 63... Not 47? <sighs> uh, anyway, Portal 63 puts the away teams to a test, which Riker passes. Following this, the guardian releases the ships and returns to his sleep until he's needed again. So now, a trivia question for you. What was it the Ferengi stole from the outpost on Gamma Tori 4 
to prompt the initial chase by the Enterprise D in the last outpost. And bonus points if you can name the actor who played the Ferengi LaTeX that led the science team on the away mission to the Takan planet. Find out the answer to both those questions on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. And now, because it's a special week, you also get a little bit of history, and this one's a bit of a doozy. It was today, June 2nd, back in 1999, that the series finale of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, What You Leave Behind, premiered. The final two-part episode wrapped up not only the entire series, but also a nine-episode story arc called The Final Chapter, which brought a dramatic conclusion to the Federation's war with the Dominion. In this episode, the Federation-Klingon-Romulan alliance leads a final attack on Cardassia Prime, which is being defended by the Dominion-Breen-Cardassian force. At the same time, a small group led by the newly promoted Commander Kira Norris, Legate Damar, and Garrick seeks to destabilize the Cardassian capital from the inside. Ultimately, the Federation alliance prevails, leading to the signing of the Treaty of Bajor and the end of the Dominion War. The story is not yet over, however, as Captain Benjamin Sisko's job as the Emissary continues, and he finds himself in the Celestial Temple with the other prophets, where he is told his work is just beginning. Production on What You Leave Behind began on March 16th, with the final scenes being filmed on April 20th. One of these scenes was the holodeck party celebrating the signing of the peace treaty. Many of the background actors in this scene were members of the cast and crew of Deep Space Nine, including those usually present in prosthetic makeup. A keen eye can spot the likes of Jeffrey Combs, Casey Biggs, Aaron Eisenberg, J.G. Hertzler, Iris Steven Bear, and Renee Echeverria, just to name a few. Commenting on the final day of shooting, Alexander Sadig said, The final show was a climactic emotional time, and everybody turned up on the set that final day. It was an emotional, wonderful day, and it couldn't have been better. So raise a glass to the 22nd anniversary of the end of the Dominion War, and tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Now, I've got just one last thing. Uh, hopefully you'll find it fun. <laughs> to borrow a phrase, today is a good day to win a prize. To help celebrate the launch of Star Trek Online's latest update, House United, the folks over at Cryptic Studios have supplied us with a handful of amazing prizes to give away, with some awesome Klingon-themed gear, and even your very own teeny tiny Batleth to wield against germs in the actual real world. Three grand prize winners will get a prize pack consisting of an exclusive Batleth no-touch tool and a Star Trek Online code to unlock a Tier 6 Clothos-class Miracle Worker cruiser and a Klingon personnel package on PC. An additional 10 runners-up will get just the code for the Klingon personnel package. Now to enter, all you have to do is follow us and retweet our post on Twitter, or sign up as a new subscriber to the Daily Star Trek newsletter. No purchase required, of course, but you do need to live in the United States. Entries close at 11.59pm Pacific Time on Saturday, June 12th, 2021. Star Trek Online House United is the highly anticipated finale to the game's Klingon Civil War. This new update brings the voice talents of Mary Chifo, Robert O'Reilly, J.G. Hertzler, and Rekha Sharma back to conclude this epic Klingon-focused storyline. Star Trek Online is a free-to-play MMORPG that allows players to explore the Star Trek universe from within. 
To find out more and how to download the game, head to playstartrekonline.com. And for more information on how you can get in on our fantastic giveaway, including all of the details on what's included in the prizes, just visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek Online. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and written by Chris Peterson and Jack Brown, with trivia and history by Alex Safer. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and the weekend's Star Trek events. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.